Dude, he wouldn't have had that uh, power outage there or whatever happened. Oh, yeah. I feel like he would have played for six hours. Yeah, he probably wouldn't have stopped. Yeah, he was going insane. That might be something from COVID, too. Them just like, you know what? I don't know. Who knows when this is all going to go away? I'm just going to play as long as I can. Every chance I get. Are we perfect? Now everything is perfect. Everything is perfect. Perfection. The perfection is here. And begin. Yeah. Oh. Dirty hurt squad. Yeah. Yeah. Staying dirty with the hurts. Hurt that bitch. Yo, what's up, everybody? Yo. What's up? What's going on, guys? How are, we, how are we feeling? Respond to us. I want to hear you. Hell yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, God went wild. They're going absolute. We didn't pump that in. We're going absolute ape. Oh, thank we're you, guys. Appreciate it. Live studio audience. God, the live studio audience. They're just so quick to, once the sign goes up to a, applause and we put, put it down, they're just, they're ready. Let's Fucking. do it again. Sign up. Oh, thank you, guys. That's enough. They're quick, dude. They just shut up right when we need them to. Yeah. Almost well, like you're pressing a button. Dude, it seems like it, but why would we do that? Yeah. That would never happen here. Be lame. No soundboard here, but uh, welcome back no to another episode board. of <laughs> the Dirty Hurts Pod. I'm your host. High fives. I'm slow boy. What up, boys? Sorry, I'm watching the video right That's now. That's okay. Trying to, uh, yeah. LeBron popped up on my screen. Whoa. Let's see what LeBron is up to. He's a sports guy. If you guys didn't know, sports. He's into that sports. Yeah. Um, I just want to get right into it. The Whittler Turney and Sounds show. Wow. Whittler. Fucking bumping. Did I say it yeah. wrong? Yeah. Sounded like you said wither. Oh. <laughs> Withering away. Yeah. The I wither. Wa- I was withering away. Dude, after that set. Yeah. That was such a good night. It's been a minute since I've seen like an like a deep dub old school dub kind of show where it's just straight just dub and um man i just felt tribal i just felt like we were just a bunch of cave people jumping around ready for war i felt hot that too oh, dude i have not been that sweaty in the mousetrap in a yeah. long time i was actually comfortable sweating so no, sitting there in front of house, man, I was just dripping, not doing a and damn you weren't even, thing. weren't yeah. even moving. Yeah, you weren't even doing anything. I have a little USB fan in my car now that <laughs> I got got at the shop. and uh, A USB fan, that's yeah. awesome. It's going to keep me cool. It's not battery powered? out during the Whittler? I'm going to. Next, uh, next show. I so just you didn't. Well, I was doing a, or cleaning a car, 
and there were some in this car that didn't have AC. And they're like, oh, you guys can have those. We're just going to throw them away. I'm like, Bad. I have a use for that. They so. were just USB Yeah, connection? they're USB little fans. Like, You've never seen those? No, just it's usually battery little powered. Pers- little personal fan. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's probably not going to do shit. Like a, Gives you a little a, bit of... On an actual hot day, it's going to not do. A little bit of a breeze. Yeah. Like, I see people with them all the time at uh, festivals and shit, and they like... Clip it to their tent too. Oh yeah, okay. shit. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so usually like throwing a bucket of water on a forest fire, you know. Right. <laughs> It'll do hey, man, something. Breeze, but yeah, shit was a sweat box. It yeah, was bumping. But yeah. it it was, it was dope wild. from the start at nine o'clock yeah. to the very end. LS Tree heat the whole night. LS Tree and Scrooge fucking tore it up. Yes, that was did. so good. Like I knew LS Tree is good, obviously. I've actually only seen the first time I saw him was at um, Beyond the Void when he had the, his the first night he cur- wasn't mm-hmm. curated but he was like running it, um, yeah he was killing it then and then him and Scrooge killed it uh, at the show it was really dope uh, Scrooge always kills it honestly he's really good Scrooge is awesome yeah we love Scrooge we'll we'll get them boys on the podcast one of these days Scrooge yeah, is two sure. people no Scrooge Scrooge one guy right yeah Scrooge is um. Dreads. Dreads. He has the oh, dreads, yeah. Scrooge is Scrooge. Yeah. It's dreads. McScrooge. Scrooge McDub. Yeah. Is that a sn- that'd be cool if that was his name? I know it's just Scrooge, but like Scrooge yeah. McDub. <laughs> McDuck. Stop out here just changing everyone's names. When, I'm giving everyone nicknames. Yeah. We had him on the live stream. I was getting all these visuals for him. I was I was just using gifts and kind of fucking with him uh-huh. after that, but it was all these like Scrooge McDuck, like swimming through the coins. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just stuff like that. <laughs> it, it was fun to do. That's awesome. And then Kraken played with Dissonance? Yeah. Did he end the night? That was random. No, they were second. I literally got there right when Turnian went on. Yeah. Yeah. No, they played right before uh, Turnian. <coughs> um, yeah, it just ended with Whittler. Okay. That's yeah. Well, it was back to back. They ended. Well, right. true, yeah, true, very true. They, they played forever, dude. Yeah, I kept checking because like, there was a point where I was like, "I'm ready to go home." Like, right. I'm enjoying myself at the same time. Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, I was getting. Ve- I was very tired yeah. once they, the back to back came out. I was like, "Oh, I actually need to go outside." Like, Damn, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of like it how you know usually we have like a local close it out. Uh-huh. But I kind of like it ending earlier and having the locals first yes. and then the headliners, Yes, you know, have yeah. the headliner go on at 12 and it's like, okay, we're, we're done at one thirty yeah. or whenever you're done. Yeah. You exactly. know, I think first of all, you get a, that's a happy wonk today because nothing alive wonk today because I've been saying that to friends. Like I wish they wouldn't have the closer, a local person, because then if it's not like Weewa or something, everyone's gonna leave. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like I was like I had the choice to either open for Shanghai or close after Shanghai. And did I do open? You closed. No, I closed it. Some people stayed, but everyone eventually left, but like the homies were still there and there were still a couple random stragglers that I appreciate. But just like if I would have played like right before Shanghai or Weewa played right before Shanghai, then I played before Weewa or something like yeah. that. I feel like that, w- <coughs> excuse me, I'm still going through puberty. I feel like that would have been a better, I think it'd be better in all honesty. Mm. I just, I don't, I just don't like that closing thing like that. I don't know. That night you're set. You had a good crowd, a better crowd than you would have had at nine o'clock. 
Agreed. And, and it was a dope set. I agreed. You killed it. I agree. And, and there, I mean, there were still a lot of people there for silly, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, I wouldn't have been mad if I did choose opening, but I'm glad I chose the closer. But again, like, I just... Yeah, there's certain... But I know what you're saying. I think on average... I would, mm-hmm. I mean, just like any show though, right. you go to, you want to see the, op- you see the openers and then you want to kind of end your night with, with the headliner headliner. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, I came here it's to see, it's like, you know, the no offense to anyone who's no. be playing after, but for the most part, you know, we're coming out here right. to see the headliner. Especially on a Thursday, most yeah. people work on a Friday anyways. So it's like, well, it's I like, I can't stay till three. That's kind of changed since COVID since we had bar hours kind of all um confused right right and changed you know we got used to getting out of there a lot earlier and um times just shifted around so is the first first chance in a while people probably had to experiment with you know the headliners on at 12 and they don't want to play for three hours but now right. i mean shit this month like we've had two of them play for like two and a half hours yeah it's a super task i feel like dude he wouldn't have had that uh, power outage there or whatever happened. Oh, yeah. I feel like he would have played for six hours. Yeah, he probably wouldn't have stopped. Yeah, he was going insane. That might be something from COVID, too. Them just like, you know what? I don't know. Who knows when this is all going to yeah, go yeah. away? I'm yeah. just going to play as long as I can we just, every chance I get. And I feel like I, I don't know if he was or – I mean, I would assume he was on Ableton, but I just felt like he was just playing like – everything he's been working on for the last like two years or even, you know, even just through COVID or something like he yeah. just kept throwing, like you could see like how he was mixing. It wasn't like, it wasn't like traditional mixing in a way of where it's like song to You're song. Super task? Yeah. Super task. Yeah. You could tell he was like almost like throwing it. I could be wrong, but it seemed like he was throwing in like other instruments or a different bass under a synth and like, like doing like live mixing instead of just like here's two songs I'm mixing mm-hmm. them in here's a third song mixing it in yeah. first one out because um, I remember he did he like he lifted up a fader nothing really changed but like a hi hat and something else and I was like oh fuck he's probably up there like doing some live mixing yeah. type shit which is like fucking sick I wish I could do yeah you know that's one of the things with Tractor that uh, what's I don't, Tractor Tractor is a different DJ software okay. and um different controllers mm-hmm. but they had a thing where it was like a stem deck so you could get <sighs> they tried so hard with yeah that. well even on like beatport they'd sell tracks and it'd be the drums the synths okay. the bass yeah. the vocals yep. all separate uh-huh. so you could bring them in and out each individual yeah. and um really kind of craft your own songs up mm-hmm. there with it which is such a cool concept good idea I, mean, I still have that remix deck i mean i still have all the all the yeah. gear for it but it I don't know. I just never. Wasn't he song like six bucks or something? Like something crazy? It was like. It was expensive. Like per song. Like I get it's not that much money to give an artist for months and months, maybe even years of work for a song. But it's like people who already spent the thousand on the mixer to do the remix decks. It's like. Yeah. Now I got to pay five dollars per song to like. I get it. Like we're all broke and stuff. And sometimes it's. Some people can't even do the two dollars, yeah, and which is nothing, but it's still it's like damn, just for some stems like that lasted yeah. probably a year. Yeah, I you know I'm w- I'm gonna check tonight to see if you can still get them even, but I know there's some software where you can make your own stems. Really? Yeah, but it like rips the song apart. Well, in a way, like that you could create stems, so they show up as stems because you could see see it in the audio file like um 
each had their own line, <coughs> see what was in, what was out. And okay. So at that point, you could just export. Like, okay, here's all the drums, and then here's all the bass. Here's all the yeah. Give me all the bass. All the basses. All the basses. Something we should revive. That should. Let's not give up on this. This should be cool. Yeah. I'm yeah. giving up on it. I think I'm, it's dead. Don't, it's dead. Don't give up. I'm. I'm gonna live stem mixing is dead, Mike. It's a slow boy. I'm gonna keep this hope in my heart, and uh, this it's is gonna be documented in time on the like internet it'd be forever. Very like niche, you know. For I mean, like I don't know. It just seems too to sell to people. Yeah, but if we're yeah. going, if like Slow and I went on stage and we're doing a all original stemmed out mixing sesh live, it, I'm gonna do Ableton. At that point, yeah, mm-hmm. just do Ableton because you have so many more possibilities, really. Oh yeah, without without the, I mean, you're limited to four four channels with that, and and then each channel gets one of the stems, right? Pretty much, mm-hmm. yeah. So if you have like a a mixer that has like like I I can't f- I don't know where that mix I don't know if it's at your place or back with Jake and Josh, but like I can't find my mixer anywhere. That Livid DS one. Um, it's, uh, well, it's 12 channels, I believe, and, like, a, t- a bunch of knobs and stuff, and, like, that would be perfect to do, like, the live Ableton or even visuals. I bet it's in Smile Studio. I'm hoping, man. I need to just have them double check, because they just moved. call them up and get them on the podcast right now and ask them. Let me see. Can you do this? Am I connected? Connect. I'm going to try. He's not going to answer. If he does. What are we calling smiles for? We're finding Seth's mixer. See if he has my mixer. Eurocast is now discoverable. Calling him out. Yo, my fucking mixer back, bro. This should have been on the uh, episode two weeks ago when you were calling everybody out. Right. A little late for it. It's, it's probably his mixer now. I mean, possession is nine-tenths of the law. If he doesn't answer for you, I'll call from my phone. All right, I'll disconnect and then connect you. And then we'll call from MTB's phone. Yep. If he answers, I'd be so surprised. I don't answer anybody's phone calls. Right, me either. Yeah, you have to like schedule a phone call with me. <laughs> hit decline and say what's up. It's not happening. No, it's it's okay. Okay, I, I I'm really not going to call. Yeah, I'm sad. I don't want to right. go through all that. Uh, um, nobody went to Foam Wonderland, did they? No, no one here. Because it's. I yeah. don't even go to. I want to go to Foam Wonderland. No offense to anyone who played, but it's just. Like we we talked about your foam experience, yes, and, we did. You know, in Cancun, right? A couple yeah. weeks ago. But holy shit, does it make me feel so gross? Like just the thought of it. I've never even been to one. Yeah, but I'm like, man, I, you know, I I don't want any foam on me. I don't want your foam mm. on me. Yeah, I don't want your wetness. Like, I, keep it to yourself. I did one paint party, and I was like, no thanks, never again. Not even foam. Like, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. No, I mean, I would, st- if you stand back in that, that setting anyways, you're not, like, I've been to Foam Wonderland twice, I think, mm-hmm. and was not even near the foam. I didn't even. Yeah, you got to be up close. Barely even saw it, you know. Not even living. Yeah. Yeah. What's Goes the point? to a foam party, doesn't want to get foam. It's like, yeah. you know. 
But, um, oh, I was walking around downtown. Well, I was on a scooter. Me and my brother went down there. They had a bunch of motorcycles. Uh-huh. Um, and we get to one, like, intersection. We sit there, and there's some dude walks up with green hair and a mask on. And then there's another person with a tablet there. I'm like, that's slushy, isn't it? And uh-huh. I was like, I got to I gotta check Instagram, see what color his hair is. And then I was like, sure yo, slushy. And it's like, yo, what's up? <laughs> uh, that was... As about as close as I got to Foam Wonderland, just saying what's up to Slushy. Just saying, what's, oh, did he play? Yeah, that Foam yeah. Wonder. Okay, Slushy is dope live. He, I was gonna say the I haven't seen him live, but I do. Enjoy, I haven't listened to him in a while, so I really can't say recently. But like some of his older stuff, I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Like what's what's his uh? He's like a his genre of dubstepy trap yeah. kind of vibes. Huh. Like like a weirder dubstep, um, weird dubstep, huh? Like uh, I don't even know how to explain. Like kind of like a, a happiness to it. Yes, it's like when he came out, he was kind of like, uh oh, here's another marshmallow, but it was like a heavy marshmallow in yeah, a way. Yeah. It's good. I I um I've liked his songs a lot. Um, going to see him live though is definitely a different experience, and it was really good. Yeah. I've only seen him once. He did a um during the quarantine he did the uh, um insomniacs like live stream things that they were doing those shows that they were doing and he fucking killed it yeah like, it was really good um, I think it was the one maybe Mr Carmack was on or the Saruta one I can't remember but it was you like a night. some Mr Carmack and dude. Saruta dude I think I hear that out of Seth's mouth every time I bring bring Aaron and Tommy to the trap we need them there you heard it here. See what we can do. And let me open for them. So I can just mark it off the bucket list. I'll open up for my favorite artist. I already did Bleep Bloop. I just need a G. Jones. I need a Saruta. I need, I, need a, I need a Carmack. G. Jones would be a tough one. G- you gotta Dude, get up there. G. Jones at the trap. That would be insane. He's too big for the trap now. Don't you? I, G. Jones? I think yeah. he definitely yeah. is, yeah. But, but with the right amount of money. You, you know, sometimes... Sometimes those shows happen. Right. You know, that's kind of what this month was, you know. Um, that we had three weeks of pretty big names. Turning and Sound and The Whittler at the Trap. At the was, same time. That was a big show for The Mousetrap. I was know? shocked that Dude. it was both. Yeah. Honestly, that could have been two separate shows. Yeah. <laughs> like, I saw that show and I was like, holy. Fuck. Like, what? Yeah. Do you even need an opener? Like, just have <laughs> one opener and that's it. Like, at that point. That was that was probably the mark of the summer for me. I haven't seen the trap get that wild since what, Nin- like ninety eight? Seriously, <laughs> like when Heckler was there or when G Rex was mm-hmm. there when it was inside before yeah. the quarantine. Like G Rex had a mosh pit going in there. Um, I was about to say since like Jansen, the last or Jansen, yeah, yeah, dude. Like or um, fucking what's his name? Um, oh, I'm such a dick. Not Mize. Hasn't been there. No. Mercive. Mercive, thank you. Yeah. Mercive I mean, people weren't heavy. jumping, but that was more of like everyone was in a trance. Like, he had no, everyone. Mercive was pretty hard at some points. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying like, not like jumping. Like, he definitely had the crowd yeah. in his in the palm of his fucking hands. Yeah. So that was fuck. I remember just like trying to go to the bathroom and just couldn't because I was just like, I can't stop looking at him, A. Yeah, I can't beautiful. stop dancing. I was just like, he's fucking killing it up here. Like, that changed my. I was like, damn, I haven't been in 
engulfed into music in a while at that mm-hmm. point. It was yeah, that was, that's definitely a good good memory. Yeah, I have I've not seen Mercive live yet. You haven't? You didn't nope. see him at the trap that one time? Mm-mm. Damn. Yeah. Sucked up. Fucked up. I did because I Heavy. he's he's blown up. Yeah, I, I doubt he'll play at the trap again. If he does, it's gonna be sick. Oh I yeah. Doubt it. Yeah. He's I mean, with, with the right amount of money. I know, but you don't. It's like the right amount of money you need to be able to pack people in. So it's like. I mean, if people want to pay that price for the ticket, we could do it. Right. Just pay. What is it? What would it probably be like twenty? No, that'd be like it'd a fifty dollar ticket. It'd no. be expensive. Oh. Peekaboo's like fifty. Or you think Peekaboo's higher than fifty now? Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. Mm. Was the last one? It was like forty five, maybe. That was at the. That was two years ago. When he was at the uh, not Pan Am, I don't um, think I, I don't think Peekaboo's ever been fifty through here. When it was like ISO, I'm saying now though, uh, I doubt it. I don't know. I not doubt from it. What I've I, heard. So say how much when he it was ISO it was Mr. Wizard ISO Peekaboo that show was that fifty bucks? Yeah, no, I don't think so. That was no. maybe like thirty. I get that was two years ago before quarantine, but like, it's. I don't know. I mean, the what Dylan Francis was like 45, 40 or 45, 50. At the trap, though? No, that was at Pan Am. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to have him at the oh, trap. Oh, if you're going to have him at the trap, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're going to have to. Peekaboo? If it was at the trap, yeah. 750. Was, was that the that last trap. show? Oh, National November 4th. That was what, 20? Oh, shit. Peekaboo's first sold out show was 30 at bucks. the Mouse Trap. Yeah. True. On my birthday. Then he went and played at my house for an after party. Oh, nice. That I couldn't even be at. Why? Where were you? I was out of town. Damn. Yeah, it was real cool. Fuck. That's before I knew Teo. Damn. Yeah, that was before I knew Teo, too. BT. Before Teo. BT, before Teo. Yep. Bluetooth. Yep, we'll have to figure out that date. That'll be our new marker of time. Jesus. I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think that one's going to stick. (laughs) <laughs> we could try. Yeah. I mean, it'll be how I count. Yeah. Everyone's like, man, what's your BT? Yeah, what was your before, Taya? Uh, I don't know. I don't really remember much. Yeah, I don't I remember anything. Remember them and it's just <laughs> like, my whole life's changed. Exactly. Right. Life just went up from there. Sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, pretty much. Dude, we went, uh, we went kayaking yesterday on a turkey run, which was a great time. But uh, we got dumped on really for like an hour and a half. Just straight up downpour. Damn. Yeah. While you were on the river? Yeah. It's kind of fun, though, sometimes. It was fun. I mean, I we, mean had, we had, like, uh, our waterproof bags and shit, so everything that we needed to, like, secure was away and safe. So, I mean, honestly, we were just, like, in the middle of a fucking storm kayaking. That's awesome. Do you well, own kayaks? Mm-hmm. We just rent them? Yeah. But what if it lightninged? You just have to jump out. Not jump out, but, like, go to the side and... I mean, it was lightning, but not, like, super close. I don't know. Mm. You know, I went on a canoe trip one time out, and uh, it was in the Ozarks. Oh. It was um, Current River. It's super clear, like, really, really nice river. And they had this crazy storm that night. And the next morning, like, all of the rain from wherever up higher than us came down. And Wherever like, up higher than yeah, us. We were in lower <laughs> ground. What do you mean, God? <laughs> no, so, you know, it was a flash flood, so the it stopped raining, and somewhere north or 
a higher elevation than us, all that water started coming down and the river started swelling up. Did you have some flash floods? Yeah, we were stuck in it. We had DNR come out there and re- we're just like paddling along on this river, our whole crew. And Holy like shit. Like we knew it was bad. Yeah. But we didn't realize how bad it was. We had trees floating by us. And Holy shit. Yeah. And they're like, you guys got to get the hell off this water. We're like, uh, it's like this is your last chance. After that, we got to catch you down a few miles. And it's like, oh shit. Yeah. All right. How I old guess. are you? Uh, thirty. Damn, I would have been so scared, dude. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck uh, that. So did you just. A- so did you guys just leave the kayaks? I mean, the canoes or? Oh no, we canoed over to the shore. Okay. Because um, yeah, you weren't getting in that water. Yeah. Fuck that. That w- it would have been bad. That's if sketchy. I mean, it, that people die in that yeah, shit. Fucking white. So speaking. Was, oh, go ahead. It wasn't like a flash flood like you see in um, like canyons where like trees are like barreling down. It was just like a really strong current in yeah, a river, it just, but like, kept picking up. But there were trees floating next to us, like full trees. Damn. <laughs> um, I would say speaking of floods, fucking Hurricane Ida. Yeah. Out here taking out New Orleans. It's getting hit. Damn near, yeah. I haven't been keeping up. It's sad. I just saw yesterday, um, uh, I can't think of his name right now, but he, one of the famous news reporters was out there, and he's saying it was pretty much like 12 miles, twelve a 12-mile 12 wide tornado pretty much coming at Louisiana. Damn. Just like, why? I get if you grew up there and you just love your hometown and shit, but it's like, you guys kind of get hit every every few years and it says this is the biggest hurricane that's hit since 1850 wow 1850 not even 1950 1850 yeah it's going back so that means fucking katrina wasn't that big i guess well, it just katrina had some other issues that made it worse yeah, okay the, the levees breaking and then that whole like new orleans is just kind of like a bowl oh. just fills up with yeah. water oh shit called george bush hated black people <laughs> right so uh he didn't wasn't too quick of to course and help, yeah you know. i mean that's what kanye was that's saying kanye george was saying. george people george people <laughs> george bush hates black people george people <laughs> um yeah speaking of kanye i was say speaking of kanye i was trying to get a better speaking segue of kanye i wish we were better at segues but we'll get there hey here comes a segue for the next topic uh the Donda album is that what it's pr- is that how it's pronounced? Donda, I think it's Donda. I think it's Donda. Yeah, the first song is just like Donda, Donda. Yeah, Donda, Donda, Donda. Like a hundred Donda times. Donda, Donda. Like a minute, minute straight of just Donda repeating. I say apparently it was for the visual aspect. It showed a picture of him and his mom together each time it said it, and it like combined. It just like did cool visuals and stuff. You know what Donda means? Is that a is is that just a is See, that a random word? Is it a, a word in another language? Is it something he just created? I just think that's her name. That's her name? Yeah. I think that that's like that's his mom's name. Like Don Donda West. Oh. I didn't or know maybe that. not West, but East. No, that's his daughter's name. North. 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 That's I was I remember I saw I read an article and every time I read his kids' names, I'm like <sighs> Like if he was, if you guys weren't Kanye <laughs> yeah, West and so Kim lucky Kardashian, you're fucking Kanye's kid. Yeah, because yeah. you would be so bullied, so fucked. I mean, still probably will get bullied. No, I mean, one of the s- kid one ain't getting bullied. 
gonna be rocking the Yeezys his whole life. Facts, but also if I was going to school with Kanye West kids and and they're like Psalm West, you would bully him. Like, dude, your name starts with a P, and they use an <laughs> S to say it. Like, the weirdo. No, I'd be straight up their ass. Like, dude, that's the coolest name I've ever heard of. Can I come over? Hey, what's up, Chicago? That's where I'm from. So, am I from you? No, that's weird. Also, you're very, uh, very open. Hey. Just hating on little kids. Sorry, West. I don't want to collab with you anyways. But I did like the album so far. Yeah. I'm only about like seven seven songs in. Seven out of 20. Kanye, it takes a second. Seven. You have to like really like sit back, especially now. I don't know. His old, yeah. his old albums, I feel like you could just like fly through. Right, right. But now I feel like it's just like taking another turn. Um, you kind of just need to like sit back and digest it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, listen to it three or four times. That's what I heard. Like a lot of people were saying first listen, hated it. Mm-hmm. Second listen, can't put it down. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I mean, I remember I listened to a couple tracks and uh, well, I guess technically just one track. The intro doesn't really count as a track. It's a track. So, I mean, it is, but there's no music to it. There, she's not singing it, right? Okay. And I did skip it a little bit, so I guess hey, I really didn't you listen. Skip the first track. Skip the first track. I was right, like, let me right. just see. Right out like, the gate. Skip. <laughs> no, not skip. I mean, a skim. Skim. Skimmed. Okay. Um, but I did listen to Jail Part Two because I just wanted to hear, um, uh, like Marilyn Manson into Babies, verses, yeah, and stuff. I mean, I mean the, I mean Kanye, I know he produces and stuff. I don't know if he does all the final mix downs and stuff, but I mean every. Everything he puts out always sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like well, every piece is sounds perfect. I opinion. I haven't listened to any of it yet, mm-hmm. but what's beautiful about it is how it was released. Yeah, I mean the all the marketing hype. behind it is killer. Like mm-hmm. I mean, having listening parties and you know, yeah, then it's just kind of creating a whole mystery around the album release. Yeah. Date. And it's like, oh, when will he drop it? Will he drop it? What's I, going on? I think Bro. so. F- I heard so far it was like 12.75, 12.5 million. Yeah. Um, in revenue just for the album alone, like 5 really? million for listening parties, 5 million from uh, merch, and then like another something from something else and yeah. then he has a uh a deal with apple music to release it through them first i believe okay and who knows how much that is yeah. i mean that could easily be like 80 million or something crazy that's insane but like just from the hype alone and him saying like the record label put it out before i wanted them yeah. to when they took this song off and da 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 and he's a marketing genius for real and like whether he's doing it on purpose which he probably is or not he's a he's a genius with it for sure well, that's, a, I mean, if you think about that, that's a good way to get people to buy it twice. Yeah. You know, like, oh, the label put it out early. The real one's coming. Coming out. Yeah. The you edited know? version one. Like, yeah. then yeah. they, they did that they with They didn't pop. have their hands on the finished one. Right. Actually. This, this, this is halfway finished. This is the label it's version. Here's 50 them. tracks. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that's like fucking four albums worth. Because like, then he did that with Pablo. There was like one version out, and then a second one he came out. like. He would like almost like I don't not necessarily remaster it, but he would definitely go in and he would change some of the songs and re-release it. Re-upload, okay, yeah. But it all it would typically always it was always the same songs, but sometimes he would just fuck with shit. Hmm. I think that's kind of dope, honestly. Instead yeah. of like thinking like, okay, well this is released, this is the album, I can never fix it again unless it's a remix. Like, 
It's like, no, like, uh, I think what he's doing is dope. Because, like, I mean, a lot of people, like, that's happened before, too, with uh, um, when DMVU was first coming out. He had a song called The Acid Is, the Acid is Too Loud. The Acid Is Too Loud. It's so, like, it's one of my favorite songs by him, honestly, what made me fall in love with him. And it's, like, his weird, like, I don't even know how to explain it, but, like, weird, like, Transformers fucking arguing bass music. I don't even know how to explain it, but, like, his weirder shit. And um, I think maybe it was, like, six months later, it disappeared for about two weeks, maybe a month, and then it was released through Circus. Huh. And I was like, people can do that? You could, like, have a song released and then <coughs> sell it to a label. And then now I see everyone do it. Like, Saruta does yeah. it all the time. Like, he'll release a song, and then four or five months later, it's, like, on 1985, or it's on some other label, yeah. and it's, like, releases through it. I'm like, okay, well, now I know it's possible. Like, I never thought it was possible. I forget what artist it was. Um, they released an album as an NFT. Ooh, NFT album, huh? Yeah, and I think there were a million copies of it, and he sold them for $1, but they went so quick, he couldn't even buy one. I mean, obviously he has it, but yeah, um, not the NFT of it. Damn. And so right after people bought that for a dollar, the value of that just skyrocketed. Um, you know what they ended up selling for? Or like what? No, no. I, man, I'd have to, I'd have to look at TikTok. I have it saved somewhere. <laughs> who it was? Like so, he's it, like, does the, does the song come with a visual or something? I couldn't tell you that. Okay, because like, right? It, isn't it a visual? NFT? Are they visually like visual art? NFT, I think, is isn't just it? like the verification of it being like that. It's kind of like a like non-fungible non-fungible token. token. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's not. I mean, I guess people are using visual stuff as a yeah. non-fungible. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, dude. Um, so I was on uh, Twitter this weekend, and I saw. I think it was Yeti. I want to say it was Yeti, but he. I think he, I think I know what you're about. He to tweeted say. out, um, talking about ghost producers. Yep. And um, glad you brought this just, up. Uh, just. He was he was interested at first. It just started as like, all right, so you know, as as fans, are do you guys care if someone's you know up there is just like an industry plant who's just doing you know everything he's playing is just ghost produced? You know, do you guys actually care about it, or you were just there to like vibe out and have a good time? Right. Like you, I remember he was saying, um, is it weird that the artist that was the ghost gets a worse time slot than the yeah. industry plant. Yeah. Or or do you just want to vibe out and listen to music? Mm-hmm. And I mean I guess I mean as a producer, I don't think that's smart. I don't think that's cool. But I get if you're just like a everyday folk, like yeah. just love the music, like yeah, who cares? You're there for the, to get entertained and if you, if that person says this is their song whether it's ghost produced or not, like then I wish people would just come out and just know. Like I wish mm-hmm. these producers who because they seem all about it all the time, like right. up, you know, shitty about it. But then they never, and I get it. They have people they have to work with, and you know, management companies sure. who you know, they out whoever these people are. Right. You know, they'll have a, a hard time in the future. But it's just like, why not? We just we just have we went through a wave of canceling everybody. 
let's have a go through a wave of fucking outing all these ghost producers so we see like who's actually legit and not. Well, who's I, actually doing this? Sh- yeah. yeah, I saw that discussion and it brought up a lot of cool things. Um, things that really made me think about it. Like, first of all, I guess to be at one of those like headlining festival slots, it takes more than just being able to DJ and write music. Yeah, I mean, obviously, not even write music for some of them. Um, but to be able to command a crowd like that and play it, and not not every producer can DJ like that and command a crowd attention and the energy yeah, levels and everything. That's for sure. And so maybe some of them recognize that and like, hey, I still want my songs to get played, stuff like this. Um, which, you know, I'll I'll say that I, I think it's kind of cringy to like buy a song from somebody and say this is my song. Right. This is Oh shit. Did I have oh, you did you mute me? Yeah. yeah you too. Oh okay. Anyways, it's kind of cringy to like go out there. I could never do it. Just be like, yeah, this is my track when I paid for it. Right. But who I wants to hear some unreleased? <laughs> like and they're a ghost producer, like, oh, but if I think of it as uh, somebody in the audience and I'm just going for an experience, do I really care if it's original music by somebody? I would rather that person get the credit for it and know who I'm listening to. Right. I don't care who's performing it. Right. I'm there for the experience, exactly. the sound, the people, the visuals, mm-hmm. the system, you know, the lights, everything. Yeah. And, you know, you see, like, I always think of this in my head, like, Vegas shows, they're like an experience, and you know the the band the band will play something written by somebody else to like Cirque du Soleil or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, but I don't know. I feel like that's different because you know it's not their I, stuff. I agree. You know, there shouldn't like, be this front of like yeah, like you might not be you know really care, but you also it's just like the fact that you don't know either, right? The it's unknown of it. Like what's what's the point mm-hmm. of uh? Just having someone up there who's not even really doing the shit, you know, right. like what's what what is that purpose? So I was gonna say like, what the whole point of like why we go see the artists is because they made the music yeah. most of the time. Because we could go see a DJ at our local bar. Yeah, we could go to Brothers and see a DJ play. We could go anywhere and see a DJ play. To be honest, but like most, at least why, I, and I'm speaking just for myself. Um, Seth hates DJs. You can just tell. I'm not. I am not a DJ yeah. hater. I'm just Seth, I now that he became a producer, he's like fucking pussy ass DJs. I just hate that if DJs you are a DJ and claim that you're producing your own music and you're not, I don't think that's fair. Yeah, but what, what's even worse is being a producer, not creating your own music and acting like you are. Give an example. Ghost these yeah, that's what. Oh, that no, that's topic. Like, yeah, not that's that. the thing. I think if you're claiming to be a producer and you're not one, yeah. that's what's cringy. That's what. Yeah. I just want to know who these people. Who the fuck are these? Are, who are, who's these industry plants? Well, Do you guys know? When one of them posted, or when uh, Amanda found it on uh, Facebook, the Yeti post, uh-huh. and people were saying in the comments, uh, "Fisher, I'm losing it." Um, Chris Lake actually wrote it. Uh-huh. So they were like, well, Fisher, Fisher's probably getting all these, like, Tomorrowland slots and, you know, headlining slots. And and his biggest song is Ghost Written by Chris Lake. I think I'm going to see Chris Lake at Elements. 
You should. He's at Elements. Night night base is fuck, yeah. dude. He's good. They have, I think their Friday or Saturday is like more uh, night base. Like how, oh fuck yeah, that'll shit. be dope as yeah. shit. Yeah, no, he's he's good. He um, I know we talked about it before, but there was that like uh, festival movie on Hulu or Netflix, and Chris Lake was. Chris like wrote the music for the DJ that they're trying to go see in the gotcha. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, damn, dude, Chris Lake is out here just ghost producing for everyone. Good for him. Yeah, making good, sure. making good money. I'm about to just start having people ghost produce me. I'm just gonna get up there and be like, yo, what I'll do it. Learn how to DJ. We could do it for you. There's so yeah. much money in those festival performances. Though. Sure. So I mean, when that kind of money gets involved, and you're looking at these, you know, these artists are businesses. Uh huh. So it's, right. it's different. I do I agree with it? No, I don't. I I'm I like to think I got into music because I love music. Yeah. I want to make music. I want people to like my music and vibe with me. And I didn't know what the hell you were doing over there. I was trying. So, yeah. I don't know. Um, I just need a just, sign. You could just say it. Yeah, true. Just say, hey, put, put, put your, your mic, mic up. To put your, your mouth. mic in your. Your mouth. voice was sounding a little thin. So, <laughs> um, we sound thick. Thick boys. Thick boy status. C. I think it's one of those things. It's almost kind of like a magic tricks. If the veil was dropped and you mm-hmm. found out what was really happening, would people be these like crazy fans of these artists? Right. Maybe. I mean, I honestly, probably a, a lot of them would be. You think? I truly think so. Yeah. They'd be, they'd lose that rock star persona, I think, yeah. in some cases. And so they almost have to. They almost have to do it that way to build that energy and to build that that kind of connection with right. it. It's like this person. They, they have to identify their fan base with this person, and that is their brand. And all these resources behind it are going towards this person being the front of this to pay all these people. Right. Um, so I, I w- get it, but... I wonder, does this person who gets the ghost-written tracks, do they get paid more because they're the dj or does the ghost writer get more and then they you know what i'm saying like how does that i don't know well, i, I guess no you want to get as much because that doesn't make really sense yeah as much. that doesn't make sense because if it's just based off of streams you only get a percentage off of the streams and then when he performs at a festival okay i see what yeti's saying because then like if the ghost writer has a worse time slot and a lower pay from doing all the work that the Guys getting the track from. Yeah, oh, it's just. I think he was. He yeah. wasn't even really concerned about the ghostwriter, you know, because it's like it's just the fact that oh, there's someone up here who you think is performing his music when really he's performing someone else's. else's yeah, you know. And then you have a, a fan base of people who are like, oh my god, he's the best. He makes. Like, I love uh, the sounds he creates. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Like, well, doesn't Rec know? He just raps. He doesn't produce yet. I, I have thought. No idea. I thought Rekno produced. I thought he didn't. I thought he was like, that's why I, I really enjoyed him because he was like, I rap, but I could also fucking DJ. And I think he's also, I think he is working on production, but I, from what I heard through the grapevine that he hasn't produced yet, huh. I, I but he no doesn't, it, but he doesn't say like, I wrote this song. Uh, I don't, I, he doesn't say I wrote this beat. Yeah. He says like, you know, obviously he, he spits on it, which is like, that's pretty dope, honestly, in my opinion. Like, if you're if you're gonna be doing collabs with people, it's still your track. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I mean, they're just using the same model they've used for these other people in different genres of yeah. music. 
for EDM now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, how many times people, producers will write a song for Katy Perry or sure. Lady Gaga, and they, she just goes and they, redoes it herself. They literally have writing camps where there's like a bunch of the the top writing top producers the top writers for like musical writers and stuff like that they just sit around like All right, here's a song and yeah but i feel like that's re-sing different it. though because a lot of times it's like for in in that case like you know since you guys aren't singing or yeah perform, you know, mm-hmm. you're performing the you know music that you made yep. you know, the beat so it's like that has the live element of just actually you know singing or like mm-hmm. playing an instrument so you're saying oh okay that someone might have wrote the song but they're actually performing perform right song. it's like I don't know how does I just don't know how that goes. If it's like you're not really performing a song; it's already done. Yeah, yeah. Well, it. Yeah, and I is is that not right? No, that's right. It I mean, is, but there's a there's a certain DJing thing, like, it. Yeah. I guess that is performing it. Yeah, in a way. You've seen those DJs that go up there. I mean, most most producers were like computer nerds. Yeah, you know? we just like sit there. Yeah. a lot of us are very introverted, and we really try to be extroverted out there when it comes um, to the stage yeah yeah so some people may be just geniuses behind that computer Uh but really not have the charisma and the connection and all the presence yeah to be up there and um really command a crowd yeah that's what i think not you know i i definitely like to see somebody write their stuff and go out there and right rocket you know that's, correct that's what i enjoy yeah um but i it was a really interesting topic brought mm-hmm. up because there's a lot of different angles and a lot of different situations uh-huh. and then even with uh social media you know somebody can get on there and kind of be canceled as an artist so it's like oh, shit i still love to write music do you want this song do you want yeah. the song yeah. you know i'll write me some cash and yeah, yeah. it's yours let me write this for you. Let me do this for you. And it just becomes that. Some people could just push out songs so quickly that they're probably just like, hey, you know what? Here here are my songs I could sell to Ghost Produce, and here are mine for my own personal stuff. And, yeah. you know, I honestly wouldn't mind Ghost Producing for some people. Hit me up on any of my social medias if you want a Ghost Writer. I'll do it. 10-4 Ghost Writer. I'm, I'll, I'm down for it. Just will work out a contract and get that pay going. You heard it. That high grade pay life. Oh, oh death wonk. That's that money wonk. Death, the money wonk. <laughs> <laughs> um oh boy. Yeah, I don't know. I just I um I guess I'm just repeating myself, yeah. but yeah, I really, you know, yeah, you weren't even repeating yourself. You weren't saying anything. Saying nothing. I was yeah. about to repeat I, myself. Yeah, that, that's my favorite thing. I'm on glad. The podcast is just dead air. Oh, that's the best. Uh, you didn't know people like that. Yeah, no, it's it's number one rated on uh, Spotify's podcast app. It's dead, dead air. air. Yeah, <sighs> we should have called our podcast Dead Air. We should have. <laughs> <laughs> now, after this whole discussion, I am less decided. How I feel about ghost producing. <laughs> Wait, what, what is that? That's surprising. After, after this whole discussion, mm. like you know, I it it depends on. It's very s- situational. Sure. Oh yeah. 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 Um, yeah. To each one, each situation could be different. Like how I feel about right. it. if it's cringy or if it makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if you're at this level of the game, like, you either collab or you produce. You know, mm. it's like ghost having a ghost producer for you. If that's, like, your the meat of what you're doing and I just don't understand it. Yeah. I get the point of you well, saying like someone might not, you know, want to be up there on stage doing their stuff. It's like, yeah, but like, I'm not worried about the ghost producer. I'm talking about the dude who's getting all the fame. All of, yeah. And it's just like, okay, well, who am I paying my money to? Right. You know? Right. Well, I don't, if I, I'd rather pay my money to the dude who's ghost producing. Exactly. So I like his music that yeah, he created. I like his music and then, you know, maybe he just needs a little bit of fucking support. Right. You know, and, whatever maybe just, just needs like, a little bit of a push to be like hey come on stage yeah, we, we want to hear we like your music yeah. yeah you can come on out here or and you can just go the tipper route and just fucking stand off to the side behind a curtain exactly honestly like if your music's that good and, and people fuck with it and you clearly see a giant sea of people like dance yeah. to your music fuck it maybe you just hide and that's your thing like if you don't want to be on stage i get it like stage fright is real and I would have such a hard time if I was the ghost producer being like, that's my, that's not, that's my track. Right. You know, if you see, like, see someone dancing, like, that's, that's not his, that's mine. That's, that's me. Mine. That's my track. I hear a buddy drop a track in the mousetrap. I'm like, oh, that's me. That's my song. Oh my God. And it's like, I can't even imagine me like, oh, that's, yeah, that's a uh, Fisher song. Yeah. He, yeah. that's, he made that one. And then everyone's just like, I love him for that song. I'm losing it. Yeah. That would be a weird feeling. It's like I get it if there's like a agreement with all that. I don't know. It's kind of biased in our in like our opinion because we're producers and we obviously and I get there's people who aren't producers and they're fans and they want they believe probably the same things that we do, but it's just like I'm seeing this person because of what they made and they sat down for hours and days and weeks and months and years working on one song and they play it just to see if it works or not. And then you come to find out that someone else produced it. It's like, and it's not even a collab and they're claiming that they did the person on stage. Well, it takes us back to that whole DJ versus producer argument, which shouldn't be a battle ever, but right. Um, you know, they're both separate skills Mm -hmm. and, um, sometimes producers are really, really good. Oh yeah. And they're terrible DJs. Exactly. I mean, they have no idea how to make the flow of the night go. Or, I mean, just the past few shows we saw the Mousetrap here have been, you feel like, you know, they are in control of your emotions. Exactly. Where you're going, take you down, bring you back up, you know, throw you to the side of the building Mm -hmm. kind of shit. And um, not, even when I DJ, like I get, when I'm, I kind of have to flip switch hats, you know, I'll go from like DJ to producer. Mm-hmm. And right recently I've been really in producer mode. When I get up on decks, I'm like, uh, shit, it's, it's almost a different train of thought for me for some reason. Okay. Um, so I always have to kind of like keep one foot in each thing when I'm like, you're like half, halfway in the door. Yeah. Yeah. Doorway. Like, if I just, if I'm always just like working in Ableton, and I go back to my decks, I'll be like, damn, I suck. And I'll play for like, I don't know, I'll play for a few hours and just like, okay, cool. Now I'm I got back. And yeah. Yeah. But, and vice versa. I'm DJing all the time. Like, all right, cool. I'm like killing it and all this stuff. Yep. And I go sit down at Ableton and I'm like, I'm ass. Man, I can't think of shit to write. <laughs> right. I can't produce to save my yeah. life right now. So, 
make a banger. Your family dies. I can't. I've been DJing yeah. for a week straight. Mom. Sorry. Sorry, mom. Can't make a dub hitter. Yeah. Should have raised a better producer. Should have fucking made me <laughs> learn the piano when I was younger. Yeah. Yep. Instead of football. You played football? <laughs> Barely. You don't, say, you don't look like a football player. I did flag football, and then oh, I did I did tackle for one year, and I said, nah. Seth, like, nah, I ain't nah. Hit. I played football in high school. So I'm going to learn. You look like a football player. I, I played it for one semester of my freshman year. There you go. And then. I lied. Mike doesn't look like a football player. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'd rather learn a kickflip than fucking a. Exactly. You'd rather run a kickflip? I said, I'd rather learn a kickflip than oh. a, a wide Y2 split banana. Yeah, thank you. I don't know any football terms. You could have made that up. I don't even know. I did make that up. I knew it. It's a very pivotal point for me. You know, I could have been like football team, hang out with all those people. Right. Or go skateboard, smoke weed, and make music. I feel like the music part was pretty well. I mean, I hung out with everyone. The jocks, the skaters, the the nerds. You could still be wearing your Letterman jacket. I could be. Yeah. Damn different guy today if i took that other path you'd definitely be a different guy if you showed up here in your letterman jacket yeah. we should get dirty hurts letterman, letterman jacket I mean, we <laughs> should fuck can't out you can't get out of here no letterman jackets allowed get out of here you jock yeah, i'm you getting fucking one. peaked in high school bro i'm getting one dirty hurts letterman's coats no. no i'm just getting a slow boy one now a dh a big old dh <sighs> losing it coming in <laughs> you're not you He's better not leave that coat in. at the yeah. fucking door dude or it's or else or else what? Oh yeah. shit, we yeah. firing up the Wii? Yeah, dude. We hitting them topics, baby. Do you have a uh, a name for your topic segment yet? Um, Let's go with... um, It's the uh, high fives. Uh, so I'll go, you don't. No, I'll say, yeah, you don't. Yeah, that's a no. I don't have a name for it, so. We need to think of a name. Leave it in the comments. Um, Leave it in the comments. Review. We could, uh. High fives, finger puppet. Whoa. Huh. That kind of freaked, <laughs> that kind of freaked me out. Yeah, finger puppets are freaking. We do out. need some uh, video going here soon, because Teo's face to that comment. Was, I know. That was awesome. I'm, yeah. <laughs> we definitely need the videos to go ASAP. I say by... 30 we're on what like 26 i think all right first topic it's not really that much of a topic it's just a recommendation i guess go see that uh count me in netflix documentary it's about drummers um from the past of like some of the best rock bands in the world uh like the who or led zeppelin um they talk about how like uh john bonham was just like when him and robert plant joined at like 19 or 20 um John Bonham was already doing like his signature kick footwork and stuff like that. Like even before, like he was already like, if you were paying attention at that time, he was already a legend before he even became a legend before he died. Like just crazy shit like that. Like, I don't know about you guys, but drums are my (coughs) favorite, excuse me, are my favorite instrument. Um, what's your favorite instrument? I think I'm terrible with favorites. The saxophone. I really sax. enjoy a good sax. Yeah. I don't know. I go. It just goes back. It just depends. There's yep. some people who just fucking work their instrument. And you're just like, God damn. Well, if you could choose an instrument to play, mm. 
to play forever and be like the front man in the ba- like be like just in the band or just you, know how to do it? depending on the instrument i guess if you're in a sax and you're in a, in a yeah, big band then like if i was like in a band like that's different than versus like if i just was like chilling playing on my couch you know right you so would like, have to be some kind of band yeah, whether it's marching like, or know, if i was in like a band no i mean like touring or something exactly i wouldn't be like guitar lead guitar so guitar out there shredding oh guitar would be sick but like if it was just me chilling at home saxophone would be pretty cool piano piano yeah yeah i was a guitar guy guitar guy um but now i'd say synth for sure synthesizer piano yeah if i could <clears throat> i still to this day want a drum set i did drum lessons when i was younger um I still air drum when I can. Practice my double bass just in case someone, you know, needs a breakdown or yeah, something. I just keep my feet ready. The drummer just like just breaks an ankle and they're like, we need someone to double bass for us tonight. So that's like, I got it's you. Like, hey, I've been practicing. Yeah. My shins are good. No splints in my shins. I'm ready to fucking. for years. You know, you really did. Surprisingly, Guitar Hero is an excellent way to learn drums. Like, the one with the drums. Oh, rock band. rock band. Oh, no, there was like Guitar Hero World. There was. Or something. Yeah, you're right. It's rock band though. It was yeah. Yeah. rock band. Either any of them. Um, Hooser. Yeah, rock band was fucking shit. It, it was good. Re- that's really how you play drums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it teaches you that coordination <laughs> and you know that's, that's all it is. Just right. kind of getting your limbs all to move on their own brain. Loosey goosey. Yep. Yeah. That was my issue. Like when I when I was in drum lessons, he had me doing like my right hand was following my right foot and my left hand was following my left foot, and it like threw me off for like two or three years. My they were just like following each other, and then like he got fired because he would never show up to work or whatever. And then the next guy came in, kind of showed me a little bit different, like a, a better way, and but still also showing me the way the first guy showed me. I think his name was like Turtle or something. I don't know how I remember this. I was like 10 when I did my first drum lessons, but that fucked me up for a while. And then I would just like listen to music and just air drum it and try and like make my, all my limbs do different things. Cause yeah. it's like, it has to, or you're, or you're, or, or you're only going to be doing like simple one, two, three, four. Yeah. One, two, and I'd, I mean, that's probably what made sense for the band though. Like, right. For like a, they're I don't need you out there freestyling. But if they so want me to do some, like, I need a drum solo. But if they want me to do some double bass, I can't be like also hitting the fucking cymbal the same as my right hand. Like, I think we've talked. Unless it's blast beats. I think you and I have talked about this before back in the day um, on a podcast mm-hmm. with Ginger Baker. Ginger Baker was the drummer for The Cream. He was in. He was in the documentary. Dude, he is a beast. Yes. What a name. Yeah. yeah. They were showing him. They showed a clip of him on there. I was like, holy shit, dude. There's some drummers out here that are just Yeah, they're maniacs. Wild. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah he could do I think like four different time signatures at once. Oh, wow. Or something like it, four different tempos or something like every extremity would be doing something, something different. Something different, yeah. yeah. Dude, I don't know how you'd have the stamina. I'd be so fucked. You just gotta... Dude... I would push play through rock band all the time and be like, some of those hard songs, you'd just be fucking done. And be like, my wrist's about to fall off. <laughs> yeah, dude. After like three minutes. Right. You think hey. about doing that for two hours. Hey, it's love of the music. Dude, it's wild. It's got it's pain. Do it. That's pain. Uh, 
What was that documentary called again? Count Me In. Count Me In. Okay. It was really good. And then at the end, they had uh, Chad Smith <coughs> um, from the Chili Peps. And then three other people that I can't remember their names. One was, I don't know, they kind of did like this like drum solo off type of thing towards the end. Spoilers. Yeah, I know. I probably shouldn't have said that actually. We might have to cut that out. But it was a really good documentary. It was like an hour and 30. It was definitely worth it. Um, Did we talk about the Nirvana thing in the beginning? So the... uh, the Nirvana baby from the Nevermind album, he is trying to sue the um, Nirvana estate. Is that the word to use? Sure. The Nirvana. Yeah. yeah Nirvana. Corporation. Est- corp- whatever. Yeah. Um, for what was the, what was the term? Oh, um, sexual exploitation. Sexual exploitation. I, apparently, they got two hundred bucks for the cover originally, and now I mean. The guy has Nevermind tattooed on his chest. Why else would he have Nevermind tattooed on his chest if he wasn't for the album? Um, I know he was doing like. It's also one of the most iconic like albums covers covers ever. ever. Yeah, so I mean, ever. I got two hundred bucks. You know, come on. Like I totally get like how he would cheese right, but he waits till twenty twenty one. Why didn't he do it like five years later or even ten years later? You know, he's a baby. Yeah, I saw some meme that was like. And after 30 years, this baby's still chasing that dollar. <laughs> right, exactly. Hey, I mean, I type don't, hate the, ne- don't hate the baby, hate the player. Yeah. I type in never mind, and it's the first thing that comes up. I remember seeing that when I was younger in my uncle's room. Just like the album coming there, I'm like, that's so random. Some yeah, fucking baby. I was like, fucking baby in a pool on your wall. Like, I was like, who's Nirvana before I could even read? You know, I wonder what will this come This was two this. years ago. <laughs> Is this just going to be something like we hear about? It's like, oh, they filed filed a lawsuit, and we never hear anything after. I don't know. This this lawsuit or I whatever. Th- he's probably trying to get a settlement. Yeah, like gets up in front of the judge, and it's like, you know what? Oh, it's on the New York never Times. Never mind. Huh? He even kind of looks like Kurt Cobain. Yeah, like a tiny bit. Yeah, <laughs> like he took a picture by a pool with the album in his hand like just be proud that you're a fucking kind of a legend but to sue somebody don't you have to have like losses like suffering pain suffering not if it's like damages um i'm sure he was psychological damages yeah so like because see how it plays out yeah because this story was brought up like a like a week ago, I think. See, like bullied all through school, like people like have dollar bills on fishing lines. Right. You like, know, are like, you that? Hey, show me your wiener. Yeah. Is it still that small? <laughs> what? It's probably that small still. <laughs> you guys have gone off the rails. Hey, that's what well, we do. I'm, try- here. I'm trying to get in the mind. We're getting dirty. This guy. We're getting dirty. We're getting dirty. You know? Dirty Hurts Pod. Dirty Hurts Pod. What do you expect? It's explicit. Maybe uh, he went through the same stuff that Kanye West kid's going to go through. Exactly. See? You know? Yep. Same kind of bullying mentality. Yep. It's like, oh, are you that baby on that iconic album? Superstar. Fucking loser. Yeah, you're a fucking loser, kid. You're a fucking loser. That album art. Can't believe you're on an, icon- on an iconic album cover with an iconic band. 
Maybe he's called Baby Dick all through high school. Right. And, like, now he has night terrors. <laughs> he can't leave. Yeah. And it, maybe it stunted his growth. He actually, like, manifested a baby dick because of it. Wow. So now he just has baby dick for the rest of his life, and he's like, I need some money from this. Yeah. It could I, be. I mean, that sucks. Like, my thing is, like, if you're going to go and sue someone like that, now it's like, now now Dave Grohl hates you. Like, you, you want Dave Grohl to, to hate you? I don't give a fuck about Dave Grohl if I got 10 mil in my account. Though. I mean, that's true, but, like, I just want, I don't want to be, like, I couldn't go to sleep at night thinking, like, damn, Dave Grohl hates me. I just stole his money so, just because I was a crybaby. All right, so you got $10 million in your bank account, and Dave Grohl hates you, or Dave Grohl likes you, and you have not $10 million in your bank account. Which Fuck. one are you choosing? Well, if I don't, if Dave Grohl likes me, are we friends, or he just Your doesn't know I exist? Ha- I mean, he likes you, but that's it. He just likes you. You're not his fucking. You may kid. not even like Dave Grohl, dude. Yeah, you've never you don't met even him. Like him. Yeah, he might be shitty yeah, in person. He's just a straight up douchebag. No, I heard he's like one of the nicest people in the world. But still, I get. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'd probably take the ten mil. Yeah, take the ten. Mil. Yeah, I'll take the ten mil. Maybe I could convince him to like me. At yeah. least he knows you're alive. That's you true. Exist. Yeah, you know, so there you go. Dave this Grohl point. doesn't even know who Slow Boy is. Or High Fives. He might, though. I'll Dave check Grohl's. my SoundCloud. Maybe I got some yeah, it's plays. Just, from just on, you know, Dave Grohl is just yeah. Calling, yeah. <laughs> Just hacking the IP addresses uh, and fi- trying lurking. to find. Did you guys see, um, I know it's not part of your uh, topic segment there, Seth, but did you see Bonnaroo was canceled? No. No, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, shit. For what reason? Weather. Weather. Damn. Damn. Because they had, I think, like 80,000 attendees were going to be there. Wow. Um, and they gotten dumped on the last couple of days Damn. down there. So literally it was like... Is Bonnie coming up? Was supposed to be coming up? It was up? Like, like this weekend. Oh. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, they canceled it literally probably three, four hours ago. Um, oh, shit. Oh, pretty supposed much to- like 70% of their camping where in parking was just like underwater. Damn, yeah, f- flooding from heavy rains. Yeah. Holy shit, that's crazy. They're like, after waiting two, you know, postponing Tennessee. for two years because of COVID, now they canceled for the third whole year. whole nother year. Oh. Just weather. Wild, so, right? Is Bonnaroo done? No, no, they'll come back. Oh, yeah. They have a very huge, um, very huge thing. So, yeah, um... Last thing I was going to bring up for my topics was uh, Lost Lands is requiring a proof of COVID vaccine or negative test within 72 hours of entering or Lost Lands asked that anyone who was exposed to or test positive for COVID-19 within 14 days prior to festival stay home. That's so funny that they even say that. That makes sense. Like, obviously. Yeah, it makes sense. But, oh, please, if you've had contact, stay home. It's like, oh, yeah, because people do that. Right. I um, heard that they were not giving refunds if you test positive. Why should they? I mean, I don't know. I or mean, at least give me a not not a refund, but at least give me next year. No, there should be some kind of like, come on, help it, help it out a little. Because like, you know, I what I'm mean, saying? I got COVID and I don't get to go to Lost Lands, and you're keeping my money, right? I mean, but they could that sell their sucks. tickets. Yeah, I well, guess. You could. Yeah, th- yeah, that's definitely. Tr- True, but it's like, yeah, it's be like, you could hey, definitely sell a ticket. I, don't I mean, know. I don't know. I think uh, the music industry is hurting right now. The last thing they need to be doing is refunding people because the person yeah. got COVID. I would say at least just give me a 
rain check for next year. Okay. I, I mean, because what if you're doing everything good, you're staying home, you go to work, you have a mask on, then all of a sudden you get a positive test. Just, like, I get there's some people who are going out every day in crowds doing shit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, maybe those people should not get a refund. But if someone who's doing, like, by the guidelines, six feet apart, mask and everything, and then they get positive somehow, and then it's just like, oh, I lose my money and I can't go to Lost Lands. That's kind of whack. Tis, tis life. Exactly. Yeah. But if so you're vaccinated, you can go. Yeah, exactly. And so that person, if they're vaccinated. So if that person's vaccinated they and they didn't feel test. well, they could still go. Yeah. Which I don't recommend. I don't suggest do that they. to anybody. No, I. Uh, they don't. But I could see that happening. So, um, Lost Lands will now require either proof of full COVID-19 vaccination or a negative test result within 72 hours before entering, before first entering the festival in order to attend. Um, please bring a copy of your vaccination card or negative test. Don't bring the original. Bring a, f- a photo on your phone or a printed copy. At-home tests will not be accepted. If you need a test, you must make your appointment uh, to occur within 72 hours of arriving at Lost Lands Gates. Um, one I more wonder th- how much Photoshop sales have gone up <laughs> because of this. Through the roof, baby. Um, <clears throat> it is illegal to falsify those documents, but I know there's people out there doing it. Uh, I mean, it's, fr- it's free, though, to go get your vaccine. Yeah, that's true. I know we talked about uh, Donda earlier in in the podcast, but I just want to say this. Uh, the legend Kasafelstein, um got some uh, production credits on Donda. Uh, three out of the 27 tracks. Uh, no Child Left Behind, uh, Jesus Lord, and Jesus Lord Part 2. Shout out Kasafelstein. Got on the Kanye. I'm gonna have to listen to that, for sure. Yeah, soft stain sure. is the. Uh, there's like certain people they drop an album, you just listen to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just whatever. Just put in your ears, just put listen to ears, it, consume it. And if you're a hater, shut up. Because Kanye's the goat. Uh. So yeah, um, what's coming up? Envy. Oh yeah, MTB, and myself are gonna be playing at uh, Envy. Yes, which sir. is a really dope nightclub downtown Indianapolis. Come on out with Elevated and Dogma. Let's go. Is this your guys' first time doing a B to B? Well, yes, it is live. Yes. Oh, yeah. They do butt stuff all the time. Oh, definitely the butt stuff. But yeah. I think what? that's it. Is there any, anything coming up Thursday? Bro. Yeah, there is. I mean, you guys know who Hydraulics is. I um, definitely know who Hydraulics is. Yep. Never once. Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, right. dude. He he just released an album, I think, with a ton of tracks. Oh shit. So um, no, that was Kanye. I'm just kidding. Hydraulics sounds like someone I would never listen to. Yeah, that's he seems like too heavy for tail. Yeah. Too I'm heavy for tail. Oh, Hydraulics is awesome. Yeah. Probably you guys are you guys like heavier shit though. Yeah. I don't. Um. Definitely a name like Hydraulics. I mean, you just lost me already. <laughs> might okay. as well say, like his name might as well be just like fucking. We're gonna stomp shit out, right? Yeah, it's not like super super heavy, but I mean, it's 
it gets it. It gets heavy. up there. Yeah. yeah, I know if Seth likes it, I probably don't like it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's pretty true. Yeah, that's facts. That's pretty true. <laughs> if it's heavy tail, it can't handle yeah, it. I'm a softie. Sorry, guys. I'd say okay. Yeah. I wish I, I wish I could be a softie with my music, but it just doesn't work out yeah, that so way. It's like, I'll fuck you guys up. Let's go. I used to go to bed at Lamb of God, so I don't know. <laughs> like <laughs> that was my lullaby. Yeah, as the <laughs> palace burns, puts me to sleep of too. God. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. Mom didn't raise no bitch. No, never. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for All listening. Right. Thank you, guys. Peace. Out, y'all. Peace.